Yeah, it's about the quality of music we got this past weekend. It was a pretty good Smoke Perp invitation. Um, Smoke Perp, T Grizzly, Wale, few deluxe version singles. I've been dreading this episode of the podcast for a little while now just because I wasn't a fan of the music this past weekend. It was a couple tough listens. but yeah. um, <laughs> say the least right there. Right? We're going to start with Smoke Perp and his album Florida Jit. Right off the bat... Like, when you're previewing an album and you see it's got 17 songs and it's it was, like, 35 minutes long, that's, like, two minutes a song. Like, you already know that it's going to be garbage. some hot garbage. Um, Dobo, what did you think about it, this album overall? Uh, I, I'm thinking he couldn't carry 17 tracks. <laughs> um, listen, this isn't the worst thing I've ever heard. So that's that's positive right there. There's a, there's a stretch from, like, I'd say ends to uh, uh ends to big dog where i'm like this is this is solid this is fine and then outside of that it's a lot of yelling and screaming and it, it sounds like a kid who wrote it in detention because he was mad that might not be far off though i i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst album i've ever heard i think um <laughs> I, you might not hear me say much this podcast because i didn't like much of the music that came out this week the first three songs on the Smoke Perk album are the worst songs I've ever heard in my entire life. Just so awful. That's my feelings <laughs> on pretty much the entire album. So minimal talking out of me today, for sure. I didn't like any of the first three songs. They're all bad. Yeah. Like okay. like pop sh- pop shit. I can give a pass because it's like it doesn't need to be like the best intro. Like, it just start, at least it brought energy, and then I'm like, okay, these next three songs, I know what I'm doing. What was he now. doing in one play? Like, <laughs> no, the end no. of the lyrics, like, baby! <laughs> like, I thought, it was, I thought uh, he was trying to be young, like though. Nav it sounded almost. like he was oh, trying to be... like <clears throat> Sure, whatever. He, he was trying to imitate something, and it didn't work. Whenever I, I remember that... sucked on one play, too. It's like I a country sound. It's just a weird trying to fit it in. It, 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 it sounded terrible. Lil Pump has no talent. Agreed. I yes. don't think anybody thought he had talent. Worst feature, songs. worst feature on the album. I didn't far. think he had great features, but I thought this one was horrible. I I just I, I thought the other features at least held okay. their own. Okay. This little pump feature was just. I it mean, was trash. I mean, little pump is basically six nine, just not on the scale that six like that six six nine has. What you mean in in terms of in talent? terms of t- yeah, yeah because they just produce. I don't even want to say bangers because it's not what they are. They're just catchy, popular songs for no reason. At least Six Nine's more unique, you know. It'll <laughs> like, get you more hype too because it's 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 even louder yelling. <laughs> I couldn't deal with the yelling on Off My Chest from Smoke Bird. Like, is when he got quieter in that song. Like, I kind of I liked that delivery. I didn't think it was bad, but like, the yelling was horrible. And Lil Pump has zero talent. He's, got, he oh. sounds fine when he's calmer. Yeah, it's pretty funny. The last few weeks, we've got we've like went over R and B albums that have like wholesome beginnings, or like you know those beginnings that um, like somebody like in the Meek Mill song, like Donald Trump speaking, or like uh, in mm-hmm. Code of the Friends album, he had uh, the two actors, the black right. actors that said stuff. 
off my chest, it's just them screaming at a crowd to start with, like, that kind of muffled tone that we've seen in the past. They just both come off very unlikable in this track. <laughs> um, and they fit together to make a terrible track. I'm not going to lie, their styles fit. Yeah, but, that's uh, true. But, like, yeah, I, trash I, and trash make trash, yeah. I, I just couldn't imagine working with these two when you hear these this track. They sound it's, terrible. It's not like Smoke Park doesn't have good songs, though. Like, Blue Pill with Travis Scott was a good song. His feature on the Trippy Red album, I thought, was solid. Well, I think uh, in this album, you've got flashes. Yeah, it's, that's fair. I, I think I think one of those flashes on Not Code. I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah. I like Not Code a lot. It was actually, like, he didn't do this weird voice thing. Like, he kind of just rapped over the beat. Um, I, the beat was nice. It was probably one of my favorite songs. I think Not album. Code is my favorite song yeah, on it. Okay. Um, the flow was strong. I liked the beat. There were a lot of good beats from, from Ronnie on this album. Uh, a couple that I just couldn't stand, but for the most part, I thought the production was good on this album. Not Code, I thought, was one of Smoke Perp's best performances. I, I totally agree. You know, like, it definitely changed pace from what the precedent he set in the beginning, and it just sounded much smoother. And it, honestly, a track like this shows that, like, Smoke Perp can be a decent rapper in certain lanes. So. Which angered me even more when I then go on to the next three tracks, which was more trash like I know, more you know trash. i didn't mind hanging out the roof i thought it was fine because he kept it super short yeah we got we <laughs> yeah. got the lord of the rings shire vibes with the flute and the beginning <laughs> like i i didn't mind hanging out the roof i thought it was him kind of just again rapping over a beat i, I thought it was okay it was, it was yeah. literally a minute long though. the beat was i think good. that i think that yeah. was fine any any longer i just got annoyed with the beat Okay. Yeah, yeah, like you only need like a little clip of this, and like there's he, like an interlude almost. He, he can hold his own in a minute song, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> I, I, I hated the. I hated outside. I oh hated my God. it's whatever. I think that might have been like the worst. Who's Ronnie J? The producer. Is that who? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, you know. Oh my God, Ronnie yeah. at the beginning. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I I, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. <laughs> yeah, just thought it was another. Yeah, he, stamp. He, he produced like over half of the songs on this album. Oh, uh, okay. He's he always comes up on with like okay. Lil Pump and Smoke Perp. Okay, and, gotcha. I know how you said you liked That's the beats. Stupid. There was a lot of beats on here that I thought were just super generic. I thought they were pretty generic too. It's all just a but, super I mean, heavy bass. Yeah, is what it is. I mean. Just very rowdy. It was very yeah. typical of, of Ronnie J. Um, but I, I felt like they weren't... The songs that I disliked, for the most part, it wasn't because the beat ruined the song. It's just because Smoke Perp sucked. He's yeah. That's why I, I'm not trying yeah. to say, like, the beat was... Or the production was fantastic. I'm just yeah. saying, like... You know I'm, you know who he's really similar to, actually, is Comethazine. Smoke Perp? Yeah, 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 I totally agree. I totally agree. I think they have similar voices. They have the same attitude. Where it's yeah, just I like, actually like Comethazine a little bit, a little bit more than Smoke Perp. But uh, I think Comethazine he has a better, more. better voice. It's it's a little different, but yeah. So you guys didn't like any uh any tracks? Well, I mean six through seven at least. The song, outside, the track, whatever. it's whatever. I feel like is a perfect name for half of the tracks on <laughs> the this. Hook like, was I'm horrible. like it's, it's whatever. It was so boring. It was such a generic beat too, and it's like maybe maybe the beats if they were better could have saved some of. The crap Every that was beat in sounds here. the same though. Exactly, it just all fell in line, and I'm like, okay. okay. I, thought, I thought he blurred. had good flow on the verse, but like the hook would just ruin yeah. it for me, and the beat wasn't anything special. I didn't hate first and third. More like it was fourth, okay again. More, more like just fourth kind of... and ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad joke. <laughs> it was just him going over. Yeah, the, like, an- another one where it's just like it's okay. I thought the verses were pretty hard. I thought the last verse did surprise me a little. Okay, like it, it did sound pretty good. But... What's a scenario where we get a first and third in football? That's when you uh, you run the ball for like 
a, like 20 yards, yeah, like there was a holding call like by a receiver 15 yards down the field, mm. and it becomes a first and third. I mean, on the goal, I mean, that'd be Our first goal and goal line, from yeah. the three. That wouldn't be free. All right, okay. I was, I was just wondering about that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, next. I digress. <laughs> Minko was also pretty terrible if they were going yeah, on. Yeah, it, it was more special. He's just like, just another like flexing track. When when, I, when he brings energy, I like it. But when he just wraps certain, certain energy, sure, agree. Yeah. But when he's just rapping without a lot of passion in it, I just can't stand it. It just sounds so boring and horrible, and I just want to skip to the next song. Because like he really has nothing to say on this album. Yeah. It's all the same yeah. subject matter. So the lyricism, horrible. <laughs> I don't think that was. I don't think there was. Yeah, I mean, we weren't horrible. looking. We weren't looking for lyricism. I don't think there was, think there was a single there. lyric that I was like, okay, that's that's pretty. That's fire. That, I, I <laughs> that's had, clever. Like, one, <laughs> this one isn't clever. I just thought it was funny. Protein. I'm gonna give her the meat in here. Protein. I'm gonna give her the meat in here. Yeah, like it's not a good written lyric. No. But hey, I mean, it's a lot of trash. So that, but, that sounded kind of funny. You said you liked the features. So did you like track ten ends with Young Nudie? Yeah, you I, did? I actually did like this track a lot. Okay. I thought, I thought it was solid, especially after all that we've had before. Like this was nice to have because it wasn't just only smoke burp. Okay. It, it was like we had the nudie verse, which is actually pretty pretty uh, damn good. I didn't like. It. I, I thought, thought it was horrible. I thought it was actually pretty good. I don't I, think I, it was, I don't plus think you it. always like that flute beat too. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. So. I didn't think it was one of nudie's best features. He's had good features like four LF Twenty One's album or that him that song that he had on the Dreamville Revenge of the Dreamers uh, album Sunset. Yeah, that, I thought that was okay. This was not one of his best features. I thought I thought it was trash. I yeah. thought I thought the song sucked personally. I I, 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 didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, and it was nice to hear another voice because I just was tired of only smoke burp. I also so. just can't stand Young Nudie anyway to begin with. Really? I, I don't think he has any talent. I I don't think he's the most talented guy. But you know, <laughs> it's like it's it's like when I hear him, it's like oh, that's a cute little verse right there. Like I don't, I don't expect <laughs> anything too crazy, but. Well, I did like the feature on "I'm Him," but I'm also a big Denzel Curry fan, so I'll hear what you guys. Good. I'll hear what you guys have to say first. Yeah, I thought it. I thought it was solid. It didn't like Denzel's first didn't blow me away or anything, but I thought it was it was good. It fit with the track. Um, it, I'm glad once again another feature because Smoke Perp himself isn't that interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was probably one of the more hype songs on the album. Just it, like it got me hype, and also just. Denzel Curry feature is always going to be solid. With well, the Denzel feature, it sounded like there was multiple people doing it at once. I thought it sounded pretty cool, actually. Um, I mean, the, I thought, again, like you said, I thought it felt well into the song. It was nice to see, like, a semblance of a real rapper. Yeah, yeah we haven't here. heard that before. Um, I, I thought Denzel carried the song, like, with his verse. So, I agree. Um, yeah, 100%. I don't, again, I'm not going to say the song is good because I think for a song to be good, it needs to be well-rounded front to end. So I'll say the Denzel part was good. <laughs> yeah, I do like the song mostly because of Denzel, but I still thought Smoke Perp brought energy. I did like how that Denzel verse kind of sounded like it had layers to it, yeah. like you said. Um, but I mean, I think this was the best verse in the album, and it's not particularly close, just based on what else was in the album um, from Denzel, I mean. But... I. I thought it was enough to make it one of my favorite songs. Yeah, just because mm-hmm. of my style was trash too. With fish scale, um, you know what? I was I was just waiting for somebody to go Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang in the song. Fish scale was by far my least favorite song. I just could not deal with that beat. Really? Yeah, I couldn't stand it. I well, didn't. I didn't mind it. It was very gritty. I'm I'm happy. These next three songs are all super short, so it's like I can't complain too much about it because like with such a short song, he doesn't have to do too much to be fine and like sound good 
So I didn't I didn't hate really any of these tracks, these next couple tracks, because they they just didn't last long. I'm getting like ADHD from the uh, beat where it's just like da 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 like it's just rattling thing the entire time. All <laughs> it was horrible. So I, hate, I couldn't stand yeah, it. Terrible. Florida Jit. I thought it was boring. Nothing special. Oh, I agreed. Nothing special. It was weird how that was the title track. Cause it yeah. was like it was like this short clip, and it didn't do anything. Did you also also notice too, Florida Jit the in the album title had two T's and Florida Jit the song had one T. I thought that was kind of that's, that's I don't weird. know like why did it? Yeah, Maybe. right. You think he forgot? No. Yeah, one T. The album has two T's. No, look on. I swear to God, the album has two T's. No. I thought the beginning showed a lot of potential for the song. Um, oh, I guess the album does have one. Did team. you look yeah. at the? There was a playlist in Spotify too. I'm wondering if that had it. Because it was like I'm the album and then that's one too. Yeah. What a great word "jit" is, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't completely know what it means. I feel like it's slang for shit, but that's just no. Weird. It's. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I got. I'll look it up. Yeah. But I'm not down with that culture. I don't know. Did you see? There is. We'll get there research and development of, on like it. Tom Brady. In a Bucks uniform with like cornrows, gold mm. teeth, like just like I, I guess like in the minds of people, a stereotypical like Florida person, and Lamar Jackson was just, commented on it saying like "What up, jit" or something like something <laughs> really weird. Damn, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, track fourteen, twenty fours. This was supposed to have Sway Lee on it, and it didn't have Sway Lee on it. That and instead, nice. he just pretended to be Sway Lee. Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, that's him. No, I, I thought that. Wait, does, it, does it not sound like Sway Lee? It sounds like a Sway Lee imitation. Yeah. I, I didn't hate this. I, I didn't hate I, it. I actually like this track. I thought it was one of definitely the better tracks because it, it's very, it's very like, it's so much smoother. I love the high-pitched singing. I didn't think it was terrible, and it just was different from all the other tracks. He calls himself Lil Perp so much. Why yeah. does, why does like, just switch your name then? I don't know. You don't need Smoke Perp and Lil Perp. Just choose one. I'm, I'm really not sure. Like, once again, this was another short song, too. And, like, this is a short song that I liked, but, like, what am I going to do with such a short song? Like I, I, like, I can throw it on a playlist, and it's cool, but it's just, like, it comes and it goes. There's really no point. Yeah, I like agree. Having it on there because it's like you get down with it for a minute and then it's gone. And it was like, what was this? why? I don't know. I like the beat. It was from Ti's Twenty Fours. Um, so shout out Tip. But um, yeah, I, I, the song I looked it up. It was teased in back in like twenty eighteen. And so when he announced his album was coming out, people thought that this was going to be one of the tracks and they expected Sway Lee to be on it and he just wasn't and he pretended to be Sway Lee. Like he's got a Sway Lee type. Yeah, yeah. He's tone got he's got delivery. the tongue. I thought I didn't hate it. I, I thought it would have been nice, decent. and it would have actually been a really good track to have Sway Lee on this. Like this would have probably been the best song on the album. Right. But but I don't know why Sway Lee wasn't on it, but it is what it is. Then we've got two more features: one from Jack Harlow and one from Rick Ross. Tide Pen was kind of fire. Tide Pen was so good. The Jack <laughs> Harlow so part is really good. Best hook on the album by far. He needed the outsource to have a good hook, but it, it worked. I was expecting more from him, from really? Jack Harlow. Really? Yeah. I what? felt like I was expecting more from him. From oh, I thought, I, thought I, awesome. I, I thought it was good, but I felt like the flow was really boring and unenergetic. Oh, at it was monotone for sure. But, but, but it, I thought it was, it was on such a good beat. Like, it had this, like, Chinese was cool. beat. I thought it sounded really cool. Yeah, I like the beat from Earl. Well. Yeah. And it's like, I even don't mind the smoke perp part either, actually. Yeah, no, it, it was fine. Like, he, he wasn't, he didn't do too much either. But, uh, 
Yeah, honestly, uh, it was it was nice to like Jack Harlow. I feel like is becoming like having yeah. a good year and becoming more and more. Maybe he's not just a feature. Maybe he's not just a TikTok rapper. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like the rhythm. I just felt like I, I could have used for, a bit more of a for flow this switch. album. I will say it was good. Okay, that's fair. I this mean, I had it's one of the better songs on the album. I still didn't Agreed. love it. Agreed. Uh, Big Dog with Brick Ross, I liked. Yeah, me too. This was this was probably like one of the hardest tracks. Mm-hmm. And the Ross feature was solid. Like mm-hmm. he 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 sounds the same as always, but uh, still still one of the best uh, smoke perp hooks on this album too. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I like high pitched smoke perp a little bit. Yeah, like, me too. Rick Ross comes in pretty early, like forty seconds into the song, and it's a relatively long song. It's like three and a half almost. I mean, Rick Ross gives the same vibe for every song. I don't I don't know. He's I can't think of a Rick Ross song that I really don't like. You mean, like, as a feature? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it, I feel like you know what you're going to get from a Rick yeah. Ross feature. Agreed. Yeah. But every every time I'm like, I think that it's my bad. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be bad or just kind of, I don't know. I, like, it's you just, the same you, thing, you but it's, it's just good. Be average, right? Yeah, but it's yeah, always, yeah. like, decent. Yeah, he, I mean, he fits He fits well on this beat once again. You know, I thought I thought the features fit well on all the beats they were assigned to. So yeah. that was that was nice. I thought he was pretty good, but I thought Smoke Perp was better on this song, I, I to agree. be honest. I agree. I thought this yeah. was one of the better Smoke Perp performances in the album. Yeah, I was really happy that he, you know, he stuck a couple in there at the end. Where I was <laughs> like, the, the, the couple songs at the end, I was starting to feel like the album was really picking up. Yeah, so. this is a song I could rage to it rolling loud. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then... I hated chopsticks. It was just generic. Nothing was whatever. Yeah. I'm just glad it ended after yeah. that. I was like, I wish he didn't put this song in there. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I like his delivery when he has energy and the flow isn't super monotonous. Mm-hmm. And he can rap with a melody. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah. if he raps melodically, it works. If he's just doing it with monotone and trying to have the, the Ronnie beat carry it, it's horrible. Like, he's not the worst rapper in the world. Like... He's actually like there are flashes where I'm like okay I can see why I can see why people can like this. Yeah. Maybe just seven song like EPs from now on or LPs or. But something. then you're only getting one. That's good song. never gonna happen. Because it's uh, about one out of seven that we're getting two one or two see, out of seven. With, with a lot of bad rappers, they don't just put out three songs and be like. No, they gotta put out like thirty and see 30. which one sticks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and I thought the lyricism was horrible, but he definitely showed flashes. That's not as strong. Yeah. No. yeah. Um, I'm scoring it a 4.9, which is my lowest so far, but we've had a pretty good year in rap, so I don't, I, I expect to have lower ratings than a 4.9 later on. My favorite track, either Not Code or I'm Him, because of the Denzel feature. My least favorite track by far was Fish Scale. I couldn't listen to that one a second time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm giving this one, I, uh, I'm going to give it a 5.2. I'm not sure if it's my least favorite. I, I don't, Yachty's was probably worse. I didn't like Yachty's. This, this no, least, I like Yachty's more. Nah, this had, this had a couple too. more things for me where, where Yachty's was just kind of unbearable at points. Um, my favorite songs on here, Tide Pen, Great Jack Harlow, Feature, and Smoke Perp was good, and 24s. I thought that was probably either my first or second favorite just Smoke Perp. Uh, performance. Performance, yeah, yeah, because he sounded very good on this, and I like the high pitch singing. My least favorite was uh, Mink Coat. Not much to say about it. Don't even remember it much, to be honest, but I didn't like it when I heard it. Um, and, uh, yeah, not too bad, but not great at all. I need to write down my rankings so I have, like, a basis of 
what I've done in the past, but this is probably my least favorite album of the year. So I, I'm gonna give it like a probably like a three nine around there. Okay. I think this album's comparable to Nav's album in terms of how <clears> bad they were. Nav had to be worse. Uh, close. Uh, I'd say my favorite song is probably Not Code or Tide Pen. Um, probably Tide Pen because I think the Jack Harlow part was really good. Mm -hmm. And my least favorite song either I think One Player Off My Chest, just a little Pump and Smoke Perp, even though they're similar, suck. Uh, and One Play. Actually, it's definitely one play for my least favorite. That's the worst song I've ever heard in my entire life. You only needed one play to find that out, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think I don't. I, probably, I I don't remember. I probably skipped it when I first heard it. Um, we're gonna move on to T Grizzly. He dropped the smartest seventeen tracks. It's like forty-five minutes. I think I've listened to it probably four or five times now because I still don't really know how I feel about it. The first time I listened, I loved it. And then the next time I listened, I was like, you know, this is kind of trash. And then the third time I listened to it, I'm like, no, it's it's pretty good. And then I listened to it again, I'm like, not. Nah, it kind of, like, you know, I, I keep going back and forth. You know what it is? T Grizzly gives that vibe because I'll, he, he's basically just talking the entire time. He's not doing anything different with his voice. No, it's that same. Thing. Although I will say, on I apologize. Like, in the beginning, he's doing, like, the na na na. Like, he's whatever. But he, he doesn't. I mean, that was Ty Dolla Sign. Vibes. I don't know if it, I don't yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it's that's probably what it's. I, I, I think it is. Yeah, it, it, it it's very similar. If it's not supposed to be yeah. that, but yeah, Did I, you, I don't know if you notice in the background, like the posters on the wall say uh, "No Room for Racism," "Black Lives Matter." Uh, Th that was definitely a big theme in the album. Yeah, yeah agreed. I think Especially, yeah. I do think T Grizzly has good lyrics. I mm -hmm. think he's very good. He's lyrically. got great lyricism. I think um, always connecting shit to like back when he was younger, or, like his jail time stuff like that it's just he sounds the same on every song yeah like um, there was like six songs where i was like these are carbon copies of each other yeah but i but i don't i, I don't like skip them because they're good lyrically like i can listen to them and just go through them even though they sound very similar i also really appreciate how unintentionally funny he can be like sometimes <laughs> intentional but other times it's just like he has some really funny lines where it doesn't come off as if he's trying too hard it just fits well because yeah. like he just has such like I guess a, a joyous a joke joke jokey delivery yeah. at points like that fast food line yeah yo, the that, Wendy's chicken that, that he's like me, let me tell you something yeah. he's like the Wendy's chicken sandwich fucking over Popeye or something yeah, like, like how that how does that like, not <laughs> make you smile it's just like that was pretty funny uh yeah like you always have rappers talking about their upbringing and growing up in a poor community but T Grizzly like it's so vivid and. I don't, I don't know if there's a rapper that m may have grown up in a worse upbringing. Talking about, you know, having to duck bullets all the time, and he was the targeting target of a, a, a shooting, and his manager got hit instead, who was his aunt. Like, some of the shit that he raps about is so... You can't even make that up, how 
how crazy that is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He also gives the impression that he's like a real life badass. Like you could tell me that he just got booked for a triple homicide and I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't bat an eye. Like, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, that sounds like something T Grizzly would do. <laughs> he seems like, just seems like a super hard yeah. dude. Like, yeah. Just completely, no like, engulfed in that culture. Yeah. Um, I liked the first track. I thought it was a good intro. And it, had, mm -hmm. it was produced by Mustard. The beat was good. Um, Is there a bad Mustard beat? Probably not. Yeah. There's got to be one out there, but I mean. I don't know. They're few and far between. There's a reason his last album was called Perfect Ten. Perfect ten song. <laughs> <laughs> I liked, yeah, I liked the intro. Uh, had the line sniffing on her ass. I ain't nasty. I'm a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't. Uh, I don't know if I really connected, vibe with that line, but I mean, I, I liked. I thought it was a good intro track. I Makes, thought the verses were really hard. Yeah, I like. I like how at first, like he was kind of like catching a little bit of a melody before he started. Like it was kind of like singing almost. Um, and then he just started, you know, once he started rapping, it just kind of kept going and going and it sounded pretty good. I like how he was like, I got a big family, but a cold family. Like he's talking about like, once again, like this hard shit, you know, mm -hmm. growing up. So second track, I apologize. You I, had Ty Dolla Sign yeah, in the intro. Yeah, I was listening to it again. It's <laughs> so, Ty so, you know, I'm excited because I'm like, Ty, I love Ty Dolla Sign's voice. I I'm excited to hear how the two voices, like T Grizzly is super hard, Ty Dolla Sign's more of a they, mellow. They seem like, like they would go good together. And then, but that's all we got from yeah. Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, there's like two seconds. To, yeah, at the end he did. That's all the, we got from him. At the end he didn't. He didn't do anything. He kind of did the same thing. No lyrics, just ad libs. Like, I, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, like when, when you hear it in the beginning, you're always going to get excited. It's like that. Uh, if you heard the Chris Brown Drake song, um, yeah. the last album, like yeah. Not You Too, you were yeah. expecting a verse, but nah, it's just like ad libs. Tinkered. Trenches had Big Sean in it. He let it off. He introduced the song. What did you guys think of Trenches and the, the feature from Big Sean? I thought Big Sean had a pretty good flow. It's nice to hear from him. It has been like, it's been a while. I mean, he hasn't dropped an album in like forever, it feels like. Um,. But yeah, I thought I thought it was a solid feature. Um, I, at this point, I'm starting to realize that T Grizzly sounds the same on every track. After after a couple of tracks, you finally get that. But it's not that big of a problem. It's just like sometimes I'd like you know something to switch up. But I, I did like the lyric. Uh, I got lower than a midget when yeah. you know talking about talking about ducking bullets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird listening to Big Sean because we get so little from him in terms of mm -hmm. music. It kind of. Big Sean kind of gives me the same vibe. Not, I'm not talking about how they sound, but like Kid Cudi, or how they don't put out much. But when they do, like I think it's, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like putting Big Sean at the beginning and then letting T Grizzly kind of build off that energy. I, I thought I thought it was a decent song. I feel like Sean has really cut down on features. Yeah, like, agreed. A lot. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of crazy to see because you know I feel like a while back, you know, when in like 2015, 2016, it used to be on a lot of tracks. Uh, I did like how he came in with the <clears throat> the old T Grizzly line, they praying on my downfall. Yeah, from the, yeah, funny. from the first day out song that was what popularized T Grizzly. Um, I felt like Big Sean wasn't really necessary on the track though. Like he just came in on the intro and the beat never became anything. So, like the beat didn't kick in until Grizzly came on. So I, I felt like they kind of didn't. The the verse was good from Big Sean. I felt like production wise they didn't really capitalize on it. It felt like he was just kind of introducing T Grizzly in the beginning, right. basically. And yeah. Big Sean's too big for that, I think. I, yeah, I totally agree. And like, they're not, they're not the best fit, but like, I understand that they're both Detroit rappers. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And uh, I did like the line, all these other rappers, killers are dripping like greasy pizza. <laughs> that was another one of those corny lines. 
And, um, but like when he has a corny line, it's like it's good though. Like it yeah, works for him. It's not like it's not like little Dicky trying to fit something in there. It's like actually funny. You guys keep saying he's got one sound, and I understand that. But rap, rap a lot. He's got a yeah. different. My favorite song on the album. He's got see. There's variety now. He yeah. switches yeah. up his his voice. I think I thought he sounded like Lil Yachty a little bit. Like that's what it reminded me of. He's singing is what he's doing. Yeah, like, he's he's like, and it actually sounds really good. I think. I agree. Um, yeah. And I like how he does. He goes back to just the straight up, like his normal voice. Mm-hmm. Kind of. It's a nice breakup. I thought it was probably one. I thought it was my favorite hook on the album. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was nice to see like the two sides, like how he can actually do like yeah. a little more than just the same thing he's been doing. There's some times where like he try- he gets pretty high with his voice too. Like, yeah. he's this, got some versatility. This is this might be my favorite song on the album. He definitely has a tendency to have that one gritty sound, but he can, and he's shown at times throughout this album he can show off some range and he can sing a little bit I just need a little more a little more like yeah. dig a little deeper sometimes but I, I did like rap a lot um <laughs> what because people think I'm signed to the sun because I'm lit bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hated track five the funeral dude I I, I actually like this a lot oh like, bro bro like it doesn't I you guys are always like I'm like, like, okay, he goes back to his same standard flow, but it works because the hook is so funny. The hook is horrible. Bring an extinguisher because okay, <laughs> I need some fire good. ass head. <laughs> that part was good. That's that part was good. But the thing is, that 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 line alone is so good, I want to listen to this track. Okay, fair, but the, the line right before that in the chorus when he said, that shit dead. And then it just pauses for like two seconds. Like that's horrible. But the thing is, it needs that pause to get the full effect of the next line. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stand it, and I hated that part. And the verses were so short that we ended up hearing the chorus four times. So, but the chorus, which made good, people... I love it. <laughs> okay, I kind of like the build up near like three quarters to the song where he kind of just gets more energetic and then yeah. continues to go into it. I thought that was cool. I'm going to, I think overall, I'm going to agree with you, not my favorite song. And I think it's just because coming off a of rap a lot, like rap a lot was really good. And then I don't think, I mean, you can't really go above that with T Grizzly, I don't think. So. I'm not saying this is the best song in the world at all, but and then it the, had that, it, it was cute, man. On the fourth course, instead of just saying a line, I need some fire ass head, he said, I need some, and then made, like imitated the noises of a sloppy ass. Like, I don't need to hear T Grizzly trying to verbalize what a... Like, it was disgusting. I'm like, skip, skip. I'm not listening to T Grizzly. Give me more singing. Give me more singing. It was horrible. Um, And then we get the meat track, uh, Lions and Eagles. I thought it was cool. I liked um, from Run the Jewels 4 when LP and Killer Mike used Yankee and the Brave to kind of declare their home cities. I thought Lions (laughs) and Eagles was cool, too. Mm -hmm. I agree. That same sort of metaphor. Did you like the meek verse? Do you like the meek hook? What did you guys think of the track? I thought it, I, I thought it was kind of disappointing. I thought it was kind of boring. And the track as a as a whole, or the meek part? I'd say I'd say both because like the meek part didn't really do much for me, and it was then weak. yeah, exactly. Like I was expecting a lot more energy. Yeah, that's from him what, too. That's what we expect out of meek is energy. Yeah, and that's I, I wanted to get me going, and then you know, uh, Grizzly just sounds the same again, and it's like you know I've I've heard this in the last song, and I like that one more, so why why listen to this? I will say, I thought the hook was pretty empty. I, I yeah. liked the verse, though. And I, I thought Grizzly's 
first verse wasn't great. I thought the third verse was good. I like how we started with hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished, like dreams and nightmares. Um, I was just expecting more from Meek, so it was just yeah, a that's fair. I think that just made the song overall disappointing. Yeah. Also, listen to the first five seconds of Lions and Eagles, and then listen to the first five seconds of The Funeral. You think T Grizzly has one sound? The piano riffs are almost identical. You know, he's always got like some piano. Yeah. yeah. From The Funeral and Lions and Eagles, those two piano riffs were so similar. I have to go back and listen. There's, there's, it's just, I'm. I'm willing to bet that it's the exact same lines and the Eagles is just deeper. It's very similar. And that's what it is. It's, it's literally the same lines and the Eagles is just the deeper piano. I don't know. I, I thought they were, yeah. So it's like they reused the beat? I, I, they reused I don't think it's the piano exact part. same, like, just like but it's list. so, gonna, it's yeah, so, yeah. so close. I'm going to listen to it again. I, I, didn't, I didn't pick up on that. Uh, seven, no witness. I thought the hook was lame. This I thought the verses was, oh, was awful. Yeah, it's this not hook was good. awful. It's not the exact same. Oh, my God. Uh, but I thought, I thought the verses were hard. Like, T. Grizzly, the, he doesn't have a lot of tracks where he doesn't have a hard verse. True. But it is one sound. It gets repetitive in the hooks. He's not good with the hooks. I, like, I, like, the, I like the beat, though. I, I like the beat. Kind of, I thought the I did beat was like kind of beat. cool, made up for kind of a lackluster performance, I think. This was another track where I'm like, this is a carbon copy of another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Track eight, Picture of My City. There's the line. There's the line. <laughs> Wendy's chicken sandwich fucking over Popeye's. A lot of extras in my clip, like fries at Five Guys. Neck, neck on Dairy Queen, my wrist on Hagen Dazs. My girl colder than that shit they sell at Cold Stone. This probably has what to be a ridiculous the, few lines. I mean, this probably has to be the most controversial track on the song. <laughs> <laughs> or the album, I mean. Have you tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich? I have not. I've wanted to. I've only had the spicy one. But it was it was pretty decent. I've, it's heard, just I've heard it's like, I've never had it. I've, like, I've, I've heard I love it's mind-blowing, man. It, it, it's a big daddy piece of chicken, but it's just yeah. so greasy. Mm-hmm. So, I like, like after eating it, my stomach felt, like, gross. I like the Wendy's chicken sandwich. I've had that one. I do like the um, Wendy's chicken sandwich. Easier to obtain at, at one point in time, you know? Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, I thought, actually, with this beat, I thought it was going to be more emotional. More emotional. <laughs> but then it, it's like, it, it has Cause that beat piano, where I'm like, that piano. oh, man, he's really going to say some shit. And then it's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus he opens up. He's like... Hold on, let me say yeah, something. Let me say something real. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that was so stupid. But it's in a, it, that made me like enjoy it at least. That's true. Know, Sometimes I feel like he can't hold, he can't handle the slower tracks. Though. Yeah, no. He's definitely better with the fa- more fast paced. Agree, I agree. Because he has he has energy to it when he gets into that flow, that standard flow. Then we've got a little baby feature. Jason, what do you think of the little baby? I feature? love the little baby feature. I didn't like the beginning. Like again, I've I've said it before. I don't like the repetitive lines that some rappers use. But other than that, little baby's <laughs> the MVP of twenty twenty so far for <laughs> sure. This was a. I thought it was. I thought this was a feature that fit perfect. Little baby can pretty much go at any speed on pretty much any song. Um, I thought it felt really well here. Yeah, I like the I like the baby feature too. Um, it wasn't anything crazy. Once again, like I feel like. He kind of mailed in this because it was so short, but it still sounds good. Yeah. So yeah, it's all and very topical, topical uh, title of the track. Yeah. I know you're about to shit talk the baby verse, so go ahead. I just hated the beginning of it. Okay. I thought all I right, thought yeah. the second half of it was phenomenal. Okay. Mm-hmm. But so, but the first half I hated. So like you bring it together, and I was like, it's a, it's a good feature. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it wasn't we, my favorite. Can we not make this a trend of songs having to do with like coronavirus? 
Dude, I don't, I, I, don't I don't like the it. The thing is, we're not gonna be able to listen to this in a year and still find it. Like I, this isn't a song I'd listen to. I, I'm just asking all rappers to not continue to use coronavirus titles in your song. I just hated the hook. I've been quarantined yeah. playing Call of Duty. I've been getting pussy playing Call of Duty. I, like, I just, I just think I don't I, give a fuck. These lyrics aren't gonna hold up when you're talking about quarantine and stuff. Like ten years down the road, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is this? What is what are you talking about?" He did have the one lyric in the song though. He says, "In real life, I got the same shit that's in my loadout." That's pretty tough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty tough. Something I wouldn't, I would not doubt. <laughs> not at all. Um, what did he go to jail for? I don't remember. I feel like I didn't know him. It, until we came out and dropped first day out. So. One, the first day out was when I was introduced <laughs> yeah, so, to him. <laughs> so I don't really know what he got booked for. But, I mean, again, you could tell me it was a triple homicide and I would be like, oh, yeah, all right. Well, he, he would never have gotten that, probably. <laughs> that was the case. Timeless <laughs> is... My least favorite track on the album. I thought it was pretty weak. I got nothing to say, but I don't even remember. Uh, again, like you said, carbon copy. Yeah, yeah. It's there's nothing special about this song, and I think at this point, hearing a few of these already, this has to be my least favorite song. It's like this was just another track on the conveyor belt going yeah. out. <laughs> but again, Michael Jordan used to shoot a thousand shots a day. Fuck hooping books. <laughs> Fuck hooping Booker trying to shoot a thousand ops a day. Like I mean. Bro's hard. He's not going to listen to this. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. he, I'm not fucking around with T. Grizzly. Uh, we got Lil' Keat on the next track. Oh, my God, man. Hey. Really? I love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, no. my first listen, I was like, no. turn this garbage off. I love that. But I've listened to it four or five times now. It's hard. Lil' I, Keat is hard. I, lo- I like Lil' Keat I like Lil' Keat. I, I just didn't... I didn't it's growing on me. The ad libs, like every other line, they kind of ruined the first half of his verse for me. But I thought it was, it's growing on me. Bro, it's the young thug thing now. Once again, where I'm just uncomfortable and I'm annoyed by it. I love the attempt to sound like young thug. Uh, He has has such a, I'm talking about kid here, has such a distinct voice. Like, it's weird. Like, it sometimes sounds exactly like thug. That's not the stinks, then. No, 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 that's not what I mean, but I'm talking, okay, maybe the stinks, not the word, but, dude, I'm talking about so unique, he sounds exactly like no, 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 like, his vibe is kind of, his vibe is kind of the same, but I don't know, like, his, his sound, the way he raps is definitely unique. I like Grizzly on this song, actually. I did too. Like, I was surprised, like, this was actually a really good Grizzly verse, and then, he sounds different. Yeah, yeah. Other than like, that's it. my dog, that's my slime repeat. Yeah, I like the Grizzly. But I thought the beat was cool. It reminded me of uh, Codeine Dreamin', that mm, Kodak song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like the song. And I I like Lil' Keed. I really liked Grizzly on it. I thought, but I did think the hook was weak. Kind of ruined the song for yeah. me. But the rest of the song I liked. Um, I mean, we don't really have anything special the rest of the... I mean, what do you like out of the last six tracks? Everything, Double Standards, Daylight, Winning. I don't even know how to pronounce the, the 16th track. Satish, Sadish. Sadish. And then Mr. Officer, track 17. Do you guys, uh, which uh, one was, which couple few did you like out of these? Uh, I like the beat on everything. That was something I okay. did like. But it was once again the same old, It was same creative. Um, I thought the beat was. Out of the other tracks, I didn't really like anything else. I thought Daylight and Winning were both pretty lame. Um, Mr. Officer, I, I commend him for making a track like this, and this seems like something that he whipped up on short notice too. Mm-hmm. And it had this really nice chorus 
So, uh, like a choir, actually. From like the it, Detroit Youth yeah. Choir. Yeah, I, that was my favorite. That was, out of the last six, that was probably my favorite. I, yeah, I thought that was really cool to see, and it was, once again, very topical for the moment. But, uh, dude, double standards, I was actually pretty repulsed by what he was saying. Like, like I'm not a woman, okay? I'm, like, I... I <laughs> How can there you were some say, very questionable lines. Dude, it's like, okay, it's, he's basically saying, listen, I, I cheat. You know that, right? But, like, when you cheat, it's different, baby. <laughs> like, I love how it goes from that to the Detroit Youth Choir being our song. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. Seems very wholesome, well-rounded. He's like, he says the line, there's the line, I know I cheat, but when you cheat, that just hit different. Or something like that. <laughs> that hit different. And that, that's basically saying, well... It's not okay for you to do it because I have feelings. And, you know, you're supposed to be okay. You should know my lifestyle by now. There's the other one where he says, I'm supposed to have bitches. You're supposed to only love one dude, basically, what she's saying, which was utterly offensive. <laughs> I couldn't. I, at first, I was like, I, this is a track. The last couple tracks, I was just kind of like going through, like scrubbing through, just whatever. I went back and listened to this track to make sure I understood exactly what he was saying. <laughs> Did you understand? <laughs> I understood, and it was unbelievable for anybody to say that, man. I couldn't believe hey, at it. At least he's honest. I did like everything. I thought the, the yeah, beat was creative. Was cool. And it was just like one long two-minute verse. That's what the song was. I thought it was pretty decent. Double standards wasn't a fan of. Is double standards supposed to mean he recognizes the double standards? Yes, because that's exactly it seemed... what it is. Yeah, that's... But like, but that does, it's, that doesn't but it make just, you a hero. Yeah, but that just seems like he's not self-aware either. Because he's saying it's like, I get it, but it's like... Uh, this is how I feel. But, you should, yeah, you should get down with, with me. Yeah, it's like exactly. fuck that. That doesn't make any sense. Daylight. I thought the guitar was all right, but again, I'm not. I don't think T Grizzly can do every single slow song. Winning was definitely repetitive. At the beginning of that that song, though, the beat. I was waiting to hear that. Oh Lord, Jetson made another. It sounded like a Jetson beat to me. <laughs> I was waiting for that. This um, song uh, reminded me of Addy with Gunna because really? it's just that repetitiveness over okay. and over again for the hook, where I was just like. And as you know, we do not like that song. <laughs> yeah, and this sound, this was the, one of the singles off of this album, too. Like, this was like, yeah. back in 2019. So. Yeah, way back in... Yeah. yeah. I liked the, the string pluck beat. I, I thought it was a decent track. I really liked, however you pronounce it, because it's a middle name. It's a proper noun. But Satish? Satish? However you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. it. That was a single, too, back from, like, September, though. Yeah, But I did yeah. like that one. I thought there was a ton of passion on it. Um, he Win- sings winning, in that one a little bit. actually might not have been the single. I don't remember now, but Savage was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he sings on it. Um, he's got, like, three levels to the beat. There's the slow piano, and then the piano picks up, and then you've got, like, the percussion to kick in with the piano. So he got three different levels of the beat. He sings, he rap. I really like that song. It might have been my favorite on the, on the album. Um, and then Mr. Officer, yeah, again, commend him for... for it was a wholesome song. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like for the next few months... At least we're gonna have every every artist is gonna have a track, like and, it, that. and it's necessary. I think I it's, agree. It's, it, it serves a purpose. So I agree, and I, I, I yeah, I really liked the the Detroit Youth Choir on the song. I felt like T Grizzly kind of flopped on it. I felt like he wasn't. The choir was good. Like T Grizzly <laughs> always raps with so much passion, but I felt like this one he was he was missing a little something there. Um, but I liked the song overall. The lyrics were great. Overall. I'm giving this album a 6.5. My favorite song was Saddish. I still don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and yeah, my least favorite was um, The Funeral. <laughs> I, I, I can't listen to that song again. 
personally. Uh, I know you liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna, you know, I might get some uh, get some heat for this. Uh, I liked it less than the the Smoke Perp album. Oh boy. I'm I'm giving it a five out of ten, just slightly okay. under. Um, yeah, like I, I like I like his flow in certain songs, but it's just once again there's a lot of the same here. I didn't love the features on here, and uh, I liked the funeral is probably going to be my favorite song because I will always get a laugh out of that. It's just it'll make me smile, and it's <laughs> I'll roll with it. Uh, least favorite was probably double standards because once again <laughs> I just have a problem with yeah. what he's saying. Um, I'm gonna give the album a five two. Okay. Um, Damn, I, I'm the only one that kind of liked it. No, I, here's the thing: I liked it, but again. I've never really been a huge fan of T Grizzly, okay. so I didn't have huge expectations coming into the album anyways. Um, I think Rap A Lot was by far my favorite song. I think that's something he should like work on in the future is using that singing voice more. I thought it sounded super super cool. Um, my least favorite, not that it like I didn't like it, but probably Lions and Eagles, and it's purely because I think it was a waste of a Meek Mill feature. Okay. Uh, I think those two could be really good together on a song. I think they kind of wasted it by not making it a more hype, energetic song. So that's probably my least favorite. I had this album, just going back to what we've done before, above Ace Hood. I had Ace Hood at 5.4. Then I had this album at 6.5. Then Future at 7.0. Just for reference. Gotcha. Um, we're going to move on to another EP. We had Flatbush Zombies last week, which was really good. Or was that two weeks ago? Last week. Last week. That was last week. Last week. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying we had an EP last week. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We got, we got another EP, baby. Now we got another EP. We'll have Black's EP next week. Um, this is from Wale, the Imperfect Storm. Again, kind of sounds like something he's been whipping up the last month or so because it's got it's talking about the quarantine. It's talking about the coronavirus. It's talking about social racial injustices. Talking about the protests and the riots. Definitely a very socially aware EP. What tracks were your favorites on this this EP here? I really liked all of the uh, all the tracks that had like these dance dance beats. Mm-hmm. Like the first track, moving different. Um, I loved the sample for the that was basically the hook that served as the hook. I like how he's able to use these very upbeat tracks to make like and still be very woke and thoughtful. Um, with it like even though like you can dance to it it's that's not the full purpose of the track um and i also like the uh how they have like the protest news clip in there at the end and then it transitions back into the beat and i just really love the beat on this track so that's one of them that i really enjoyed how about you jason i'm not a huge wallet fan so i don't want to say too much I i like moving different moving different the first song probably more than the rest of them um I don't know. I, I, again, I'm not a huge Wally fan other than like Fishing Grits and um, On Chill with Jeremiah. So I don't, I don't have much to say about the EP uh, other than I, I was a fan of the first song. Uh, I'll go back to another track that I liked. I also liked uh, Blue, Yellow, Green, Pink, White. Okay. Once again, another upbeat track. Um, kind of the beat reminded me of uh, uh, Lemon by Nerd. Okay, it reminded me of Missy Elliott. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, so, I can see that. Yeah, I can see how you thought it was... Uh... Yeah, how you got that nerd vibe though yeah but I just I, once again I love the bounciness and I love once again very very uh, conscious very very woke on another very cool beat yeah Majo I felt like was a, I mean you mentioned the beat on Moving Different you mentioned it on yeah yeah that was like the third one Majo was the other one that had like a nice upbeat 
which was just, five. yeah, once another solid one, very exotic mm-hmm. beat. Um, and, you know, kind of just, once again, this whole thing is very consistent with the themes on here, mm-hmm. and I appreciated that over all of it. And then the other tracks that were on here were, uh, like, a lot of the beats were very unique, but the other tracks that were a little different, some of them were more, I guess, R&B styled. Um, Empty Wishing Well. Like, I, I don't know how I felt about it as a song, but the lyrics were super cool and something that I haven't heard before. Because you hear all these rappers now are being aware of the time we're in, rapping about coronavirus and the pandemic and rapping about the racial injustice protests. Um, but this is one about, you know, having a relationship, like just getting into a relationship and then the quarantine hits. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like that one was... It's very it's relatable. Different. It's, it's more relatable, relatable compared to other things. And very unique. It's something that I haven't heard before. I didn't love, like, the hook. It, this guy, Eric Bellinger. I thought he sounded pretty good. Okay. But once again, the hook wasn't, like, anything spectacular. But I did like the, the lyrics. I thought they were relatable. You mm-hmm. said, you got me open when everything closed. Like, I, I mean, I thought they were. I thought it yeah, was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Honestly, there was, no, there was no tracks on this album that I didn't like. Okay. Because they were all pretty solid. Like, even Shit Don't Stop... Um, which was probably the weakest track on this album. I agree. It was still very, uh, it was very calm and fit into the, the, fit into the rest of the tracks over here. Once again, very thoughtful. Um, and I respect where, I like, I like where it's placed on this EP too. But, uh, and then I guess the last song, June 5th, um, nice little beat transition, you know? Nice couple, uh, I like the shut up and dribble clip. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, And there was also another line where I know. <laughs> Thinking a badge is better than having a heart, which I thought mm-hmm. that was a lyric that kind of hit deep where I'm like, oh, you know, realizing stuff, you know, yeah. thinking about it. There were also a lot of Last Dance references, which yeah, I thought was yeah. really cool. Uh-huh. Like, he's definitely tied in, the lyrics were great, definitely tying in, because that's all anyone's been watching sports-wise the past few months. It's like, from March on, everything was just combined into an album right it, here all the every all the problems and all the things i had i thought it was great i yeah. thought he had a, i thought it was a good performance yeah. especially with what he's talking about the lyrics are meaningful definitely relatable yeah i thought this was overall just a really good ep you know it was a good wale performance all over this thing so flatbush zombies good ep wale good ep we'll see what's because i mean i mean black's gotta be good yeah i'm hoping i don't like the name of it what six piece hot or whatever it was yeah, i like that i like that actually I like that. Uh, there's probably, I don't know if like the six is in reference to his name or if he's dropping six songs. Probably I hope, both. I hope we get six songs. I hope it's not any less than six. I assume we'll stay consistent with that. I mean, why, why wouldn't he? You know, it makes yeah. sense. Plus, sometimes I like raw black better than when he's like got a lot of. Shut up, dude! You can't say that again. Raw black. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> like I. <laughs> I don't like when his voice is like mastered and mixed sometimes, like when you when you have it all touched up and it sounds auto tune. Yeah, that was a poor yeah poor choice. Poor choice there. Uh, You'll learn. Two pretty two pretty popular artists, Pierre Bourne and A Boogie, dropped the Lux versions. A Pierre, Boogie with the hoodie. A A Boogie with the hoodie. Thank hey. you. I'm sure that people were wondering who I was talking about. I know. Yeah. Um, uh, Pierre Bourne dropping the deluxe version of the Life of Pierre Four. Um, <laughs> I like Pierre as a producer. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't think he has a ton of talent as an artist. And nope. I feel like I feel like when he's singing and rapping, he doesn't really he's not trying to put his best beats out there for himself. Because mm-hmm. he's gonna save the beats for Cardi and 
Yeah, better rappers. <laughs> Guys well, that can debatable. actually make a hit. But yeah. Um, so I mean, I wasn't like if I had to pick a song I liked, Purple Jeans was all right. But I mean, I'm not. I know that there are a ton of people out there that love Pierre Bourne and, and really like his work as an artist, not just a producer. But I'm personally not not a fan. I think he's very, uh, very like uh, cult fan based. Okay, like, like Cardi. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot looped in with Cardi. But uh, if I had to pick a track, uh, I picked Sauce Boy. Um, okay. I didn't hate that track. I, I like the beat, and actually, there's not a lot of strong, you know, verses on no. this thing at all. A lot of strong hooks, I'd say. Um, but I, I really liked how catchy the uh, the hook was. It, I, it got stuck in my head a little bit. And the beat switch was cool. The second half of the beat wasn't great, but <laughs> at least I can say the switch sounded dope. So True. All right. Solid track, you know. Pierre did say on Twitter that like these feature songs would be like for his older fans like 2018 or whatever um, that they'd understand him like the more than people listening to it. Um, yeah, I can tell you I did not understand yeah. it then. So yeah, I mean I like again I like Pierre as a uh, behind a the scenes man. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I don't know like his song right like right now on Cardi's Dilette mm -hmm. Pierre was a feature and I, that was probably one of my favorite songs on that album. I just don't think he he can carry an entire what was it like thirty songs or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like yeah. It was <laughs> just I don't think scrolling. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, more and more. It's I don't insane. think he has the ability to do that. Um, I I don't know. BB's kids I liked and Sauce Girl were okay. Okay. Um, what's up with like the four L? What what does four L mean for life? Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know that because you are not woke. Twenty one has that same title on his yeah, song. For, okay. for life. That's more. I thought it was like something. like you're my dog for life. No, I understand like, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, could probably take like three songs from this thing at the end. You know, the deluxe part. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, you know, but not much. Here's a. I, I'm trying to think of like who he sounds like. Pierre. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's it not. It's almost like Nav, where it sounds robotic. Yes. Yeah, that that's totally accurate. Actually, that's yeah, <laughs> spot on. Like it's more. I think it's, it's like it's like. I think guys, Nav. I think you guys rip Nav. I think if no, Bro, I really robot. like Nav. He's just been declining so hard. It's it, it you don't hurts. really like him. I do like Nav. I think the really album with like Metro him? was one of the maybe one of my favorite albums. That's fine, but like think about everything that's happened. He has good like singles, but so like Nav. I feel like if I was. To have a conversation with Nab, he would sound the exact same way that he does in his songs. With Pierre, I, I feel like, it, I mean, there's a ton of autotune, but it makes it sound like that robotic. There's a little bit of more expression, definitely, than Nab, but it's a lot of that same, same sound. Yeah, agreed. agreed. Yeah. Um, a Boogie dropped the deluxe version of Artist 2.0, which in my opinion flopped. I was super excited for it because Hoodie Season I thought was a great album. Mm -hmm. And I liked Artist, the first one, the artist with like the jungle on it and my shit. I like A Boogie. I didn't like Artist 2.0. I thought he tried to use too much guitar, really emphasize that. And it just, I didn't like it. Uh, and I didn't love the deluxe version of this one either. I like that it was short. It wasn't a ton of music that I had to listen to. Sometimes you get a deluxe version. It's like a whole Another second project, album. Yeah. Like the Pierre album. What was um, your favorite feature? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, favorite deluxe song? On the A Boogie one? Yeah. I'm going to choose 7 Mac 11 just because I like the production on it. But I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of any particular song on the, on the deluxe version. 
I went uh, I went secrets. I thought uh, I, I like a boogie. Like I like his flow. He sounds very good and sounds he sounds good over some guitar beats too. Just a, a lot over on this album. Um, this song uh, he kept the same flow throughout the song, but at the same time I liked how the beat kept swelling up and then going back down and then swelling up again. So uh, just a good track. Yeah. Well, I'm drawing a blank on. Um a Boogie's album, like it was the white background. The song with like Drowning was on it, Undefeated. I'm drawing. Oh, it was the blue one? No, no, no. It was the white. Yeah, it had a white it. background. I'm drawing a huge blank on it, but I was. Dude, the white one is artist. Is it with with the notepad? Is that the one you're talking about? That that doesn't have the songs. What it doesn't have Drowning on it. Artist, the artist has like the uh, Jungle was the biggest one in my shit, and I was. No, that's not. Part. No, that's not it then. But that, that's the one, it's got like a... Might have been like the bigger art... Well, I don't know. The point I'm making is that was my favorite album. Um, okay. I liked Hoodie Season. Yeah. yeah I thought it had a lot of hits on it. I think yeah. my favorite uh, deluxe song is probably It's Crazy. Because I kind of like A Boogie more when it's, again, kind of the melodic, emotional, rather yep. than like the rapping. Yep, I agree. Um, you were right. It's the bigger artist, is that what it is? The bigger artist. Yeah, that was... That's that. the one with the notepad in the... He's got the hand yeah, on Yeah, that's my yeah, favorite A-Boogie album. That's got, yeah, Say A, Drowning. Yeah, that was my favorite A-Boogie album for sure. Artist I liked, that's, what's he, he's sitting at like a, oh, he's sitting at a piano and he's got some girl on top of the piano. That's, that's the got one, my shit in Yeah, jungle. that's the one, um, yeah, that was, that, I like songs off that one. I think I like the bigger artist as a whole. But um, I, I agree with you that this album flopped a bit. Yeah. I think... I still think it got plenty of attention, but I think it was probably his worst album probably so far. All right, so the two deluxe versions, and you got three singles we're going to talk about. We'll start off with Trippy Red's Dreamer. Jason, I know you're the big Trippy Red fan, so we'll start with you. But I just want to say the intro was funny as hell with that. <laughs> when you, you, you think you, you I, know, I thought my phone was like bugging out or something. <laughs> Um, I, I, again, I love Trippy Red, like the emo sound. Um, this did have more of like an alternative vibe to it. It's kind of like an alternative rock song almost. Uh, it, it does a lot of screaming, but I mean, that's trippy. I, I was a fan of it and I'm looking forward to Pegasus when it comes out. Uh, I don't know what you guys think about it. Cause I know you guys are a little less, uh, a little less fans of Trippy, but, um, I liked it personally. Bad track, man. Bad <laughs> I didn't track. like it either, but I mean, I I know that that's in some people's wheelhouse. So, like I I can see the you know like the the punk alternative rock influence definitely on this track. Yeah, just wasn't for me. It was kind of annoying the way you yeah. know he sings sometimes. Um, and maybe in the right setting this could work, but uh, I don't know, yeah, man. I agree. Some people like it, some people don't. It just depends on who you are. Personally, yeah. wasn't wasn't my cup yeah. of tea. It's a trippy sound. Like if you if you like the trippy sound, you'll like it. If you don't, then I mean, NBA Young Boy with Lil Baby one shot. Jason, you the two of you like Lil Baby? It was fire. I thought again, Lil Baby MVP twenty twenty. You your face looks a little less. No, no, no. I I liked it. I liked it. Okay, because when it came out, like academics, like a bunch of people on Twitter were going like raving about it, and I didn't even know it came out until. I didn't know. I had to. I looked it up and listened to it. I thought it was super good. Um, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna start like seeing Lil Baby tone down features on his album, features in general. But I guess not. He's still been no, no. On I, every I, single I like it. Yeah. I like it, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying I don't like it. I thought he was just gonna stop. But Lil, Lil Baby, Lil Baby doesn't miss. Yeah, it's a good. Like 
not at all. You know, 2020 has been yep. his year. And so I saw that his album, My Turn, was like, I think it was the most streamed album of this year so far. Right. I saw that too. Which is, awesome. And there's been decent names that have dropped too. His music video um, from, was that last week? The bigger Picture? That was the most viewed it's the second song video. Like America, right? It was the most song. viewed video on YouTube for that week. It was yeah, like it's the second yeah. or third like biggest song in America right it's now. It's crazy. Uh, I thought he was. I thought it was a good feature. Yeah. He's definitely had better. Um, and I, but I just, I'm not a big fan of Young Boy. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, no, I like Young. I like Young Boy in certain settings. So yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So like that track, like the future track. Yeah. Um, Trillionaire right. or whatever. I like it. And I love Need It too. So like, yeah. Young Boy's been good for me. Yeah. I got Young I Boy. I did like Need It. Need yeah. It was good. Young Boy. I, I love that song. I've listened <laughs> to it so many times. Now. I think Young Boy's hit or miss. I mean, totally agree. And then we've got Sway Lee dropping a single, Reality Check. So he was supposed to be on Florida Jit. We didn't get that, but he dropped Thank it on his own. Thank God. <laughs> I would have lost respect. I liked this single. Yeah. I liked it too. Um, it, it's super repetitive. But it is, but I like voice the line. Is so Who needs silly. a reality check? I got to check in reality. That's yeah. pretty cool. I like that. So, his voice is so like soothing. The beats are always so like... The beats yeah. are the, slow, but this the, beat sounded like it was kind of blowing out the speaker a little bit, just the way it knocked. It, yeah, it, this was a great single. I love Sway Lee. I mean, yeah, I thought this was. Really I don't. Good. I don't know how you hate Sway Lee. I mean, his voice sounds so awesome. It's in like the Jahina Aiko category. It's just yeah. like Sue. Aiko. Like them on Ty Them on Sativa. Have you ever heard yes. that? Oh my god. Yeah, I really like this this track. He was super melodic. He dropped. Um, Someone said earlier in the year where he turned. Which I, wasn't a fan of. I didn't yeah, like it either. Was fine. I, I thought it was eh. Um, but now that's two singles, so I'm wondering if he's gonna do a solo project, which would be cool. Mm -hmm. Slim Jimmy hasn't done anything. Slim Jimmy is. I'm glad that they kind of split up a little bit. So I mean, Ray Stremmer hasn't dropped since 2018. Stram Life and. Slim Jimmy's so well, I, bad. I, I'm not the biggest Slim Jimmy fan either. Does but, Slim Jimmy have fans? Yes, definitely. The thing is, I don't know if Sway Lee can hold a whole album on this. I don't think I don't know if he can either. That's what's concerning because at least I think Jimmy I think can it, break it up. I think a Sway Lee EP where it's like set like like the the recent album you had three parts. There was yeah, Race Forever, yeah, yeah. then there was Sway Lee, yeah. then there was Slim Jimmy. I thought the Sway Lee thought, part was good. I did too, but I don't know if he can do it for an entire. Yeah. I think he's a guy that drops fifteen songs. I, don't know I, I think he's a guy that could throw some features on there, he, and it would be over there. That's true. A good, um, a decent amount. I think. I mean, he's had features before. Like, I think if he got features, he would be fine because I think yeah. people. I don't think. I don't get tired of his voice. Like, I could listen to his voice for fifteen songs <laughs> and be perfectly fine, because I love the beats that he usually gets too. But I think a few features to break it up would make it even better. I think it would be cool. Yeah, okay. I think it would work. Yep. And to wrap things up, we are going to go through Complex's top 50 albums of 2020, which we previewed last week. We're only going to go through the rap ones, obviously, because I, I don't really want to talk about Tame Impala. <laughs> I don't listen to that. Um, but we kind of tease it a little bit. They have the number one album of 2020 so far as Eternal Take. Basically, they were just saying it was the most hyped album in a long time, yeah. the hype yeah. it received was ridiculous, and they said it lived up to it, and they liked the theme of it. Felt like at times you were in space. You talking about like it felt like you know a lot of the tracks were not from this planet, like uh, with the beats. I don't agree with that choice. Like again, I was really waiting for this 
I think, I mean, everybody was waiting for this album to finally drop. And I thought, I don't want to say it flopped because it for sure didn't flop, but I would say I was disappointed. And I was happy that he came out with Love vs. World 2 a week later because that was my, I like that more than Eternal Take. I just thought Eternal Take, I don't think he can do every single song by himself. Like, I just, I thought there were some songs where I was listening to him, like, I, it sounds like Sasuke, like, I need to skip this. I can't <laughs> listen to it. Um, I don't agree with that at number one because I think there was much better album. Again, I think it's there because of the hype that it was yeah. surrounding it. And what it would ha- you have put at number one again? What? what? What would you have put at number one? Ooh, I'd have to think about that. Okay. But I, come back to me and I'll answer that, but okay. I don't think that should be at number one. Yeah, once again, like, I understand why mm-hmm. they put it there just because of the hype. Um, I'm not the biggest Uzi fan, but I can respect at least some of his tracks, mm-hmm. you know, and I can respect what his fans see in him. Um, I don't think it's fair to say this is the best album. Like, what would you have picked? Probably the weekend. Know? I would have picked the weekend. I, I like the weekend a lot, and I but I liked also I like Little Baby's project better. Yeah, that's why I, if you Little Baby would probably. I'd have cool. to think of a couple other two, but those are two products off the bat which I thought were yeah. better. Um, with Uzi, it's it's just I don't want anybody to think this is like the craziest album ever. You know, Which I don't think it was. It's it just wasn't. like, yeah. It's yes, just, again, there were some songs like, for but, sure. Like, but it's still number one. That's the thing. Yeah, so but far. It's, like, it's just, 2020, just, so it's like five months. I just don't think this yeah. thing is groundbreaking. Okay. Yeah, I, I still would have... Yeah. I might have put it... Like, I get why I think I would have put it... I still probably would have put it top three, personally. I get why I it's know. high, but yeah. I'm just saying. So, we'll just go one through 50, only listen to rap ones, and we can comment on whether you think that's a good spot, whether you're surprised. Do you want to start at 50 and go down to one, or do you want to... We'll start at one. Okay. Number three, t- two was Tame Impala. Okay. I have no Which, comment. I, mean, I don't know. If no you idea. like that, like agree. Like I mean, we haven't listened to it, so we can't I have no idea. Okay, I, I've on. heard I've heard great things about the album, and I wouldn't doubt it's good, but it's just not something I can listen to. <laughs> number three, so the second rap album, but overall number three was The Weekends After Hours. I love it. It's yeah, probably my favorite album of the year so far. I agree. I agree. Good, good spot for it. I agree. Number four. Which we talked about last week because it was your guess for number one is Alfredo, mm-hmm. which yeah. per, it it was right in my wheelhouse, so that's probably where I would have put it too. Maybe not everyone's favorite album, but I I think that's a good spot for it. Yeah, it, it doesn't need to be into my wheelhouse for me to respect that mm-hmm. this thing should get all the praise it deserves. Yeah, because like he, it just has so much to say. I agree. It's not in my wheelhouse at all, but I mean after listening to it, I don't think you can't not put it up there. Um, I will say, like, it's not main, like a super mainstream album by like mainstream artists that are on it. I think that's why it gets knocked. That's why, yeah. yeah that's, that's why, yeah. It, like, this this is better than Uzi. Yeah, I agree. For what it is. I think yes, I agree. agree. But, number, but yeah, it's a good spot for it. Number five, West Side Guns, Pray for Paris. Yeah. I've yeah. heard good things about it. I've listened to a few songs. So, I mean, until I listen to it more completely, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine for me. I like it. It's again. It's my type of music, my type of rap. West Side Gun. I'm just not the biggest fan of his voice, mm-hmm. which is tough because there's nothing he can do about it. I'm just. He just sounds weird to me, so I'm not the biggest fan. But I, again, with the the beats and the deliveries, great features. I really love the Joey Badass verse on this album. Freddie Gibbs is on it too, um, so I can agree with it being number five not really something that i go back to that often number six is circles mac miller yeah i didn't listen to it okay. you didn't listen to circles i i, I, I did I liked, but it, I it's not it. my 
favorite type of rap. I yeah. like parts of it. I thought some of it was I think that's a, more like a tribute post-mortem thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But it fits a certain vibe, the album. Agreed. So. Yeah. Seven is Lil Baby's My Turn. Yeah, I think it should be higher, yeah, but I, I mean, it, it definitely too. should be on the list, so... Number eight is Polo G's The Goat. I think it's a good spot. For, I personally liked it a lot. I yeah. probably would have had it in my top five. Um, I, I think it's a decent spot for it. There's a lot of rap it. in this top ten. Yeah, that, wow. that's seven people now in the top eight. Yeah. Like, Tame Impala was the only one that cracked. And then nine is another rapper, right? This one surprised me. Pop Smoke, Meet the Woo 2, number nine. I like the album. I thought of, again, I think that's more another that, Yeah, that has but to be top 10 is I don't, crazy. That, that can't be top 10. That's, I, I thought, I mean, there's bangers off of it for sure, but that might be a little high. I think that's high, but... Yeah, again, I, I, piece, I'm man, surprised. But. Yeah. Um, but it was, I mean, it's a it's a post-tribute thing, but it wasn't a posthumous album like Circles was. Yeah, he dropped yeah. it yeah. and had the hype with it while he was like, there. Like, I, then... I thought it lasted for a week. Yeah. And then gone. Like, yep. nobody listened to it anymore. Number 11... J Electronica. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see I that can being. See that. I, like I can it. see. I can see that being a little higher, actually. Not than high. Then I mean, definitely higher than Pop Smoke. Yeah, one hundred percent. So that one surprised me. That took like ten years. I know. It was ten years <laughs> in the making. Good credit, man. Um, yeah, I, I think J Electronica could be higher. I liked it better than Mac Miller. Um, definitely liked it better than Pop Smoke. I, I know. I know what's it's coming up soon, but uh, the Run the Jewels. I feel like that one. Um, Alfredo, and then uh, whatever one we were just talking about again. Oh, uh, Jay Electronica? Yeah, yeah. Those three are like these very super like... Underhyped? Yeah. Underhyped albums that I feel like should get more respect. Agreed. 12 was Wanna. I love Wanna. I do too. Wanna I keep listening. I can't stop listening to it. To be honest, I think I like it more than Lil Baby's album. I do. But... I, I like them both, uh, but dude, I, I've listened to that so many times. Me too. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's it so is good. really good. Definitely a lot of. That'd be in my top five for the year. One personally. Me too. Personally. Did you notice um, dollars on my head? They went back and added more producer tags at the beginning of it. Really? Yeah. Like they. It, let me. See, I'm gonna pull it up real quick, and we can play the the beginning of this song. Hopefully, the internet is uh, decent enough. Who made the beat again? Well, uh, Mike Will made it's on it. I think yeah. it's him for the most part. Is it gonna play? It's it's working on it. Mike Will. Yeah. So now you got three kind of tags at the beginning. So I think the the third one was already there, but the first like I like the the intro. Where it was just the beat, yeah. Because yeah. so, all the beats on this that album were sick, right? right. Yeah. So that kind of I didn't love that they added that, but I mean I still love the album. Mm-hmm. Fourteen was Run the Jewels four. I think it's a good spot for it. Yep. I liked that's, it. That's fine. I know you really liked it. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Um, so, but again, like I wouldn't have Pop Smoke over it. Yeah, no. no, no. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Pop Smoke honestly should probably go like I don't know what in other, the thirties maybe. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Because like it's fine to have them on there, but yeah. Um, let's see, number 20. So you had a, a run of non-rap artists. Number 20 is Rod Wave's Pray for Love. Wasn't a big fan, not a big Rod Wave guy. I didn't listen to him, so I, I don't know. Number 20 was Rod Wave and Pray for Love. <laughs> yeah, the heart on ice knows that. Um, 22 was Brent Fiaz's Fuck the World. 
I was so hyped for that album, and I thought it was good. Don't think it deserves yeah. to be as high as 22, personally. It was, it was good. I didn't listen to it. Yeah, it was fine. No. 23 is your Slime and B project. Should be higher. The, pro- the project was so... That project was... <laughs> higher than 23? Yeah, dude, that project... Considering some of the ones we had before, uh, that's higher. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it could be hit much higher. Like, that project was so underrated. I passed Rod Wave, but... I, I like seeing those artists together. It was, it was cool. There was... Dude, that's such an underrated spot for that. Dude, that was such a good album. Or like EP or whatever you want to say. 24, Drake's Dark Lane demo tapes. I loved it. Loved it. The last, the last two songs that were the, the UK drill. Okay, yeah. What was it? What was War and um, War and uh, Demons, the Demons. Yeah, wasn't a fan of it. Pain 1993 best song on it. No, I can't stop listening nah. to Chicago Freestyle. I can't. That was the Chicago Freestyle was good. The only other song. Give me phenomenal. The only other song I, I didn't like was uh, When to Say When, which okay. was the other half of the single. I loved Desires and Time Flies. From I Florida with Love on it, like being completely honest, probably my favorite. But Desires is so good. Yeah, that was a SoundCloud song that I really liked. Yeah, yeah. The leak. There's another Drake leak out right now that's really good. Mm-hmm. You would definitely like it. What's it called? Do you know? Not around. Okay. On yeah. SoundCloud. Uh, it's uh, yeah. It should okay. be on SoundCloud. It'll be on YouTube too. But they're they're taking it down like crazy. Uh, yeah. boy, I have to listen to it. Twenty seven is Denzel Curry's Unlocked. Yeah. I liked yeah. it. I it felt good. like it could have been a little higher, but it was so short that I felt like all right. Twenty seven is not a horrible spot mm-hmm. for it. I got No, you go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No. Wasn't there only like seven tracks or something? There were. I think there were like. It was. Short. I don't know if it was seven. It might have been more than seven tracks, but it was, but like, it was like seven long. or eight, seventeen or eighteen minutes. Yeah, yeah like a exactly. couple of them were like a minute long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked it. And then thirty-two, I'm gonna give a shout out to Janae Aiko, and she dropped Chilombo or however you pronounce it. Um, we considering that rap? It's not really, but I, I'm just saying I really liked it. R&B, so yeah. It was one of um, my favorite projects from the first half of. The first half of 2020, first okay. quarter of 2020. Yeah. Um, Lil Wayne's funeral at 33. I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan. <sighs> yeah, I didn't like it either. But uh, it, w- it was weird because was that album hyped at all? Yes, I think it was a little hyped. Because yeah. like I don't remember a single thing from it. Like the Carter Five was like crazy hyped, and uh, this was just like whatever. Lil Wayne. I felt like there wasn't a track on that album that I hated. There also wasn't a track on that album I loved. I yeah. just thought it was like consistently okay. Agreed. Deluxe dropped recently too. Yeah, it's like I have no motivation to listen to that. It was alright. Um, Thirty four is high off life with future. Yeah, yeah, that's good. One of the better future projects, I think. I thought it could have been higher than at least Lil Wayne and. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the only one I would. Oh, Rod Wave, but other than that, that's the decent spot for it. I think. Thirty five is Don Tolliver's Heaven or Hell. Seems low. That's very low. I thought it was low. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. would have put that high. Another, another ruined by TikTok. It's solid album. <laughs> Especially as, that was another hyped one. Yeah. That one very, was hyped a lot. Very, very. So hyped. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, just, it that came doesn't out, come in. Play. Came out the same. It was supposed to come out the same night that Love vs. World Two was coming out, but Love vs. World Two didn't come out till the morning. So I think that there was less hype surrounding it, even though that was the album to listen to that night. Mm-hmm. G Herbo's PTSD at 37. Not a huge Herbo uh, fan. Not a Herbo guy. Lawyer either, Fees, PTSD, good songs. Yeah, I'm okay PTSD with was definitely good. 41, Meg The Stallion's Sugar. Nothing to say, move on. <laughs> 46, The Baby, Blame It On Baby. Nothing it's to worst say. Al- it's his worst it album. It was bad. It, it, the reason it's there is because of how popular it is on TikTok, like three quarter of his songs, but it should not be there. 
And then the last one here, number 50, is Gambino's 315-20. Didn't listen to it. It was garbage. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I hated it. I think it's because he has that... expect so much more. He has that cult following, I feel like, also. So, I mean, I think that's why that's up there. But. So that's a top 50. One that surprisingly wasn't on there for me was Party Next Door's album. Mm. Yeah. I would have put that top... I, I, I'm not saying it needed to be high in the top 50, but I would have put it top been, 50. It could have been low. Like, you know, like give it like 46. It could have been on Yeah, there. I agree. Because I enjoyed it more than some of the other albums that were yeah. listed on there. But, uh, yeah. So that's all for this week. Tomorrow is Black's EP. I'm hyped for it. I don't know... I think 88 Glam is dropping an album. Uh, it's, a, it's a tape, yeah. It's a tape? Yeah. All right. I don't. I don't think that there were many other. I think there were a couple more deluxe versions coming out, but I don't think there were. There was any other big name artists dropping. Last thing. Most excited. You guys are most excited for Black. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that, but I really like. ADA I'm Clan. excited for ADA Clan so too. Like this is going to be a good week. Yeah. Agreed. Compared to this one. Oh, but, uh, can't get worse than this. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Join us next week for some 88 Glam and Black and. Whoever else drops, hopefully, oh, probably do a first half of 2020 wrap up too, because it'll be like June 30th. Yeah. So we'll give our uh, favorite out. Give our takes, you know? Yeah. Hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week.